Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is episode 40. We're calling this one Bombs and Bugs. Oh, boy. Well, I want to start off by saying I'm generally anti-war, although I recognize sometimes it's necessary for defense. But for the most part, our excursions around the globe trying to change cultures and change minds and hearts are not effective when you're using bombs and guns and wiping out civilian populations uh, because of operational error or whatever. But war has changed, too. Now we're into cyber warfare. We have the pipeline that has been ransomware, cyber attack, 45% of the uh, gasoline and fuel needs for the Northeast has been shut down because of a cyber attack, puts a whole new twist on waging warfare these days as we go forward, although we've been aware of that capability for some time. I think this episode brings it home in a dramatic fashion. Makes me wonder sometimes if we humans have outsmarted ourselves. You know, our reliance on technology and on, on electricity particularly has made us really vulnerable. Even though we have this great progress and all these wonderful amenities available to us because of technology and especially electricity, we also have increased our state of vulnerability. That's like Maybe our forefathers learning to come out of the cave and farm in the fields, and their fields would be attacked by uh, wild animals and eating their food and putting their lives at danger. So maybe this thing we call progress is not as beneficial as it might seem because of our reliance on it. We've lost, I think, is to some degree, our ability to be self-reliant. I'm old enough to remember when everybody had a garden, even the city and village dwellers had tiny gardens in their backyards to help sustain their food supply. And here we find ourselves in the uh, 21st century, sometimes wondering about if people are going to have the capability to feed themselves and sustain themselves. That's the micro picture. The macro picture, well, I've had a few glimpses in some of the articles I've read this week, giving me some more insight into what's going on on a broader scale. And one article I would recommend to you was published on uh, Saturday, and it was in Zero Hedge, and it's an article about Dollar stores dominate U.S. retail store openings. 45% of the new retail openings in the past year have been dollar stores. Now, to some degree, that's not surprising because of the fact that the pandemic has just devastated our mom-and-pop situations that exist in many small towns and cities across the board. Meanwhile, the megastores have been growing because they've had 
more access to product, goods, and services than their smaller competitors. But yet that niche, that niche, that corner of the market, which serves the people who've gone through some economic disruption or in some cases devastation, the dollar store is uh, thriving to some degree. And uh, I think if you look, uh, Dollar General particularly is one I've kept an eye on and watched very closely. They're going into small towns and markets that I I would never have guessed. And um, yet they provide basically a full service for the people who are low on cash and income. Uh, They do have minimalist supplies of uh, food stocks. I'd say most of them are not healthy alternatives, but nevertheless, they'll get you by. And they carry, you know, cheaper clothing and things of that nature. Uh, What I haven't done yet and may do in the future, uh, don't hold me to it, but I want to see what percentage of their products uh, are imports and find out where they're importing from for these dollar stores. Another article I read you may find interesting was in American Greatness. That's a website that I go to frequently. And it was by Stephen Balch, B-A-L-C-H. And it was called Toward a National Liberation Movement. Now it's, it's a somewhat lengthy article, but nevertheless, I think it's timely in the sense that our liberties particularly using this pandemic as an, as an excuse, our liberties have been even more severe, severely curtailed than we would have imagined a year or 15 months ago. Now, I take a lot of this back to the National Defense Authorization Act, which expanded the role of the government policing and spying agencies dramatically and gave additional powers to the government to shut us down and make us sit down and be quiet like good little children. Well, the pandemic has just given uh, them even more power that they've assumed or has been legislatively handed to them. In addition, even though I am a state's right advocate in the scheme of the United States, I think The power should reside with the states, just like the Ninth and Tenth Amendments suggest. Many of our government, or governors, I should say, have gone overboard and been downright uh, tyrannical. And uh, again, we, I don't think, are getting accurate data on how the pandemic affects us, A, individually, Uh, say, in certain demographic groups, we already know the older people with comorbidities have the highest risk, and yet some of our governors insisted on making nursing homes and residential areas like that extremely at risk by some of their choices. And they continue to clamp down, even now, in some states, they continue to clamp down on the people who are vigorous and healthy and have all the necessary bodily strengths and wherewithal to combat this thing. 
there's been no mention in the whole pandemic thing about a healthy lifestyle or taking certain supplements like vitamin D and zinc and selenium and other things, vitamin C, which may help you fight and strengthen your immune system in this. I think it's been downright criminal in a sense from the health care, I'm putting that in quotes, health care industry, that that hasn't been promoted uh, from day one. Uh, maybe it would have been a better public policy to provide free supplements to everyone uh, rather than going through this whole vaccination fiasco, which because of varying degrees of support and non-support from government agencies and people associated and affiliated with government has created a, a fear factor among a percentage of our people about the vaccinations. And I would say to some degree those are justifiable. Uh, so I'm just kind of fed up and disgusted with the way they've handled this thing. We also have treatments. Intervectin has been uh, proposed along with uh, hydrochloroxyquine and all the others that they seem to ignore and dismiss when statistical and data and analytical studies have proven they have some validity and some value. Are they 100% effective? No, but neither are the vaccines. I mean, they're celebrating the 90% plus uh, factor of vaccines. Uh, why not have the same thing with a therapeutic or a prophylactic that can do just as well? So I think the entire focus and effort on the part of our government agencies and healthcare industry has been totally distorted. And I might add, I believe, and I can't verify this yet, but I think they've been corrupted. Moving on to more cheerier subjects. Another article I would recommend that you read if you get a chance is from Doug Casey's International Man. I read Doug frequently. The last one is why modern monetary theory will destroy money. Now, if you have some savings, um, this is not a good thing, particularly given the way the government's power to control and track uh, your fiscal strength, to control and track how much money you have and where it is. And they're even moving into the cyber uh the digital money aspect of it. Uh, that's been my greatest fear about looking at things like Bitcoin and, and uh, uh, money or financial uh, instruments of that nature is that bottom line is government has a track to uh, means of tracking it and finding it and maybe absconding it if they ever want to and wish to. And so that leads me into the next article I would suggest to you. Jeffrey Tucker was writing in the Amer American Institute for Economic Research, and this was on May 2nd, and he wrote, Is the U.S. economy a virtual reality? And that was a fascinating read for me. Uh, 
basically what it did was crystallize my thoughts about where we sit today in our whole economic picture. Uh, is it real or is it not real? You know, when you if, if you decide to buy a new house, the, the, the latest trend has been if you see one you like, you better buy it because if you don't, the next day it's gone. We discussed that a little bit last week. Um, that tells me that it's fragile, that it's in the bubble sense, and I look forward to a, a, a housing crash coming forward, particularly when paired with the the brittle nature of our current economy, how it's all floating on what-ifs, maybes, and possibilities uh, with the expansion of the federal debt with the slowdown of the economy, with the attempt by the current administration and their cohorts to shift our economy structure away from certain basic areas we've relied on and to advance others. Uh, you always know when you start something new or attempt to promote something that's uh, an underdog and try to build it up and go, there's going to be a period of lag I don't think the efforts that they're getting for the green energy and all that stuff are smart. I think they're inefficient, ineffective, and unreliable. But even if they were, just the transition period going from fossil fuels to that will be disruptive, difficult, and certainly not helpful to the overall economy. Uh, so that that is my fear kind of on things of that nature going forward. And then a last one I'd like to recommend to you, if I can find it here. Uh, I guess that was it. Jeffrey Tucker was my last one. Yeah, sorry about that. I, uh, I've i got so many in my stack here that uh, I sometimes get carried away. The economic picture, I would say right now, is grim unless you're one of the 3 to 5% who have an inside track. If you own a solar construction company or something of that nature, between subsidies and mandates, you may do well. But overall, I'd say cover your butt, make yourself as self-sustainable as possible, and eliminate uh, as many unknowns as you can do. Well, that's my cheery Living Liberty Today, Episode 40. I'm Charlie Earle. Remember... Live free, stay free, and be free.